This is Goosebumps, The Haunted Car by R.L. Stein, Chapter 6, starts on page 27. Mr. Douglas lowered his eyes to the car. You have to drive it away immediately, he said. You have to take it away today. Dad and I exchanged glances. This is one weird dude, I thought. I could see that Dad agreed. I have the registration and the bill of sale, Mr. Douglas said, nodding toward his house. It's all ready. If you have your checkbook, I could bring it out and sign the car over to you. Uh, well, Dad hesitated. He stared hard at me, then at the car. Okay, Mr. Douglas, it's a deal. Yay! I couldn't hold it in any longer. I let out a long cheer and jumped for joy. Dad started to follow Mr. Douglas to the house, but the man waved Dad back. I'll bring it out. No need to come inside. He disappeared into the house. The storm door slammed behind him. What a strange man, Dad murmured. Why doesn't he want us to come inside? I was so excited, I felt about to burst. Dad, it's ours. The car is ours. It's, it's so totally awesome. I couldn't stay on the ground. I had to do something before I exploded. I raised both hands above my head and did a double cartwheel across the grass but I misjudged the second cartwheel, pushed off a little too hard, and landed flat on my back. Ow! I started laughing. I couldn't stop. I just sprawled on my back in the grass and laughed. Dad laughed too. I'm excited, he confessed, but I don't think I'll try any cartwheels. He raced over and pulled me to my feet. I think we made a really good deal, Mitchell, he said, grinning happily. A really good deal. At dinner that night, I smeared spaghetti sauce all over my face and spilled my juice. I couldn't help it. I was so excited about the car, I couldn't control myself. Dad, can we take a long drive after dinner? I asked. Wipe your face, Mom replied. Are you eating that spaghetti or wearing it? Can we? I repeated, swiping the napkin over my cheeks and chin. Mitchell, we took a long ride this afternoon, Dad said. I have things I have to work on tonight. I know you love it, but we can't spend our whole life in that car. Mitchell wants to live in the car, Todd exclaimed. Then he laughed his head off as if he'd made a really terrific joke. Maybe I do want to live in the car, I shot back, leaning across the table at him. So what? Todd grinned. Where would you go to the bathroom? Dad laughed. That's not funny, Mom snapped. Todd, we're at the dinner table, remember? How about a short ride, I suggested. Just down the hill to town and back? No, you have homework, Mom replied sternly. School tomorrow, remember? I tore off half a roll and shoved it into my mouth. We're all very excited about the new car, Mom said, passing the spaghetti bowl to Dad. But remember... We're going to have the car for a long, long time, and there will be plenty of time to ride in it. How about if I just sit in it, I cried. I just want to sit behind the wheel and maybe play the radio and try the headlights, okay? Not okay, Mom said, shaking her head. Homework. No car. No more. I knew better than to argue. When Mom starts talking in very short sentences, she means business.
The others kept talking as we finished dinner, but I didn't hear them. I kept thinking about the new car, about its silvery blue exterior, the soft leather seats, the gentle, steady hum of its engine. Later, I tried to do some homework, but I kept jumping up and going to my bedroom window, leaning out to peer down at the car. Dad had parked it in the driveway, and I could see it clearly since my room faces the front. A streetlight sent a rectangle of yellow light over the car, making the chrome bumpers sparkle and the sleek blue body glow softly like moonlight. I couldn't resist. I had to go sit in the car. I crept out into the hallway. I made sure Todd wasn't around. The little snitch would tell Mom and Dad. I could hear music and gunfire and explosions from his room down the hall. I guessed he was in there playing video games. I made my way silently down the stairs, leaning hard against the wall to keep the wooden steps from creaking. I could hear Mom talking on the phone from the den. I stopped at the bottom of the stairs. Where was Dad? Ow! I heard his angry cry from the back hall. I twisted around until I glimpsed him. On his knees on the floor, tools spread around. He had an electrical cord raised in one hand. I guessed it was the cord he'd been working on before. I heard a loud crackling sound. Ow! Dad cried out again. He dropped the cord and shook his hand furiously. The cord definitely was not fixed. Holding my breath, I turned and tiptoed to the front door. A few seconds later, I was outside. My sweatshirt fluttered in a strong, cold wind. A pale sliver of a moon faded behind wisps of black clouds. I shivered. Too late to go back for a coat, I'll be warm inside the car. I jogged along the walk to the driveway. The car shimmered in the light from the street lamp. I stepped around to the driver's side and grabbed the chrome handle. Go ahead, a voice whispered climb in.